Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years. Years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, my name is Balali and I was just a guest on Me, Her, and Everything Else podcast with Stephanie Coker. I didn't know who. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Me, Her, and Everything Else. My name is Stephanie Coker at Dirinoko, and I have a very special guest in the studio. <laughs> One of my favorite people in the media entertainment space. It is Bolanle. Hey, babe. Hey, girl. <laughs> TV presenter, hey. documentary filmmaker, <laughs> fashionista. Small, small. Everything, everything. Always busy, <laughs> never not working. So, oh my gosh. It was really hard to get her here because I know no, her schedule. It wasn't. No, no, I mean, like her schedule. I know, I already knew off the bat that Bolanle is a hardworking woman. She's yeah. working 24 7 and I just love it. You know, you're, you're always, you've got the drive. You know, you've got the drive, what it takes. Thank to, you. To stay, sustain your, your, um, relevance in Thank this you. industry so yeah i knew you'd be booked and busy but not too busy for me <laughs> no baby. actually i really wanted to come and i knew i was just like i, th- I think i know the feeling of when you're like you're putting together a show and yeah. you're just trying to make sure that you're getting it out mm-hmm. um so i was willing to move whatever i needed to move oh, for you see women supporting <laughs> women of course so today we are talking about something that you're very vocal online so i thought okay this would be a good topic you think so yeah you are you know you tweet a lot i um, do tweet a lot you um you talk about things that are happening that are affecting nigeria that, that are affecting nigerians things that are relatable mm-hmm. um so yeah so today we're talking about oversharing online mm. and um <laughs> would i say the dark side <laughs> the good and the bad, she um, said the dark side. yeah because there's some dark sides of oversharing yeah. um so what really inspired this topic um i was like okay you know what let's talk about this now was um will smith mm. so when i first saw the will smith clip right i thought it was a jo- i didn't see what chris rock had said right. i didn't see the joke i didn't hear it but um I-, I thought off the bat like oh okay it must be a red something from the whole august drama and right. um, the red table talk interviews right. and i was like, oh gosh you see this is from them over sharing giving us too much information uh-huh. because i remember there were jokes online people were like oh gosh this couple they're giving us 
things that we don't need to like they're just giving us too much tea right now yeah like we're tired of them they need to mm-hmm. just shut up yeah um and i thought that joke stemmed from there but apparently it was about her um alopecia yeah, yeah and um, stuff like that so <laughs> in saying that do you but do you think um the smiths have overshared so you know i find their dynamics to be very interesting and mm-hmm. i think they're both like really talented people who have done very well for themselves i definitely i've never really understood the concept of red I think it's red table, table talk, right? yeah. Uh, and I've always just seen that a lot of times people are just looking for sound bites and ways to make a mockery out of you. Right. And when it comes to sharing like that online, most times people are never going to watch the full interview. Yeah. They're only going to watch snippets, clips, little bites, you know. And of course, I understand why the Smiths are doing it because they have a wonderful partnership with Facebook. Like they're mm. getting paid bank for it. Yeah. So you know. There's that side of me that's the content creator that understands it's a business. Mm -hmm. But then there's the other side of me that is a consumer. Mm -hmm. And also I'm like, y'all are actually married. Like that's your relationship. Where do you draw the line? I think that's, that's where the issue is. Yeah. Bank, the actual private life. But you know, Stephanie, this is really interesting because my friends and I have always talked about this. And I've always wondered, you know, like when I get married, you know, there's a lot of money in YouTube marriages. And when I say YouTube marriages, I mean, couples creating content together like there's a lot of money in it like if you want to blow tomorrow go and find yourself a nice partner and do tiktok dances with him Mm -hmm. from morning to night people Mm -hmm. are gonna love you but at what risk at what yes yes you know um you see a lot of people on youtube where they get married and or they start living together because it generates a lot of views and then you know it falls apart and Mm -hmm. you're kind of like i always wonder i'm like did it fall apart because of exposure or did it fall apart because it was meant to fall apart Mm. um but i do feel like with the smiths there's a lot of the content where i just don't get it like the whole entanglement thing that was wild (laughs) it was was wild wild that it was seemed like it wasn't real it It was so like wait hold on are we really watching this man break down in front of our eyes and is his wife really in an entanglement with this younger dude (laughs) and we keep using the word entanglement i mean at the end of the day Maybe they define it as entanglement mm. because they have a consensus where you can have relationships with other people allegedly. Right. But even they at have that, yeah, I, you know, it, it looks like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, <laughs> they were all doing their own thing and then they came back to tell us all about it. Exactly. So, like, so, so now talking about like that whole bank thing, people have said, oh, okay, this is my job. You know, there, there are content creators that say, okay, this is my job. I know there's, there's one popular dancer right now. Yeah. Um, she's going through. I actually feel really um bad for her. Yeah, because I understand that it's her job. But where do you draw the line? Because her husband obviously came online mm. and said that they're getting a divorce, and people are um. And the thing is, there's now this um online jury, uh, family court. Yes, where people now feel like okay, let's hear your. Th- they even make online a mockery in comments. <laughs> okay, what's your side of the story? Yeah. Okay, let's hear this version. We, the online um, in-laws, will judge the case for yeah. you. But that's the thing. These are people's real lives. These are real human beings. Where do you draw the line? And do you think she sh- people like that should be online still working? Because obviously, if you have heartbreak in your house and you work yeah. in an office, you'll still have to go to the office. Definitely. But when you're online, where do you, where do you take... How do you break it up? So like, that's the thing is that, you know, going? it's crazy because... With us who do a lot of our lives online, they're different versions, right? So mm. you and I, we create content online. We have a, we're lifestyle influencers, but at the same time, we curate a lot of what we put online. Like right. there's a lot. 
like I've never posted anyone that I'm in a relationship with. So that's yeah. a huge part of my life that's just not online. Don't post what <laughs> don't post it <laughs> you until know what I mean? there's a ring, darling. Exactly. That is my just, motto. If you course. ain't got a ring on it, you ain't coming on my IG. Yeah, Sorry. you just don't exist. No, because how many people will I delete on my from my game? Exactly. So, you know, I think that you can do that, but then for Cora, who's this is what you're referring yeah. to, a lot of her content is about family life. And it's about her relationship with her husband and moving to America and her kids. Mm-hmm. And they do dances together. Yeah. You know, if you think about, Ad- remember, do you remember Adana? Uh, Adana and David. Okay, yes, 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 yes. Do you yes. remember how they blew? Yes, yes, yes. They used to yes. dance together. But you know what's interesting? He doesn't really appear in her videos as much as he used to. Anymore, right? Yeah, and I, I don't know why. We have no idea why. But I do believe that you can navigate and pick and choose what you right. want to do it, on yes, your page. I, I agree. Just because you start one way doesn't mean you have to continue. But there's something that we have to understand is that if, you know, Cora is now a single mom, really, social media is her livelihood. Yeah, but... Like, that's yeah. where she makes money from. Yes, I agree. But the thing right now is I feel like her mental health is... Um, being affected by her constantly feeling that she needs to come online to talk to people. It might also be helping her, like some type of therapy. But to be honest, I feel like people like that in those situations, she's going through a life change and she's almost like breaking down in front of her eyes. And people online are there to get entertainment. They Mm -hmm. want to be entertained. They're not trying to be your therapist. Yeah. So it's like having a boundary and having that you know line where it's like okay i'm at work but i need to go off for a week yeah i'm on sick leave because if you're in the office and you had issues you probably would say okay at some point if it was really bad you say okay i want to go on a sick leave no so i think this is you make such valid points there because when you think about it right social media is the biggest blessing and the biggest curse ever like it's if you say it's not then you have not experienced the social media Mm -hmm. that we're talking about and the truth about social media is that it's extremely addictive. Yeah. And the validation that you get from people mm-hmm. is extremely addictive and it can become your identity. Yeah. So you can have moods being triggered by whether or not people like you online yep. or people don't, whether or not people respond to your pictures or people don't. And I think that at some point, like you were saying, there's nowhere where it's a healthy experience to have mm-hmm. with social media. So there is a place for her to be offline, but then there's also the place where it's a distraction. Do you understand? Like, mm-hmm. if, you know what, we are going through heartbreak and, you know, people are going to be like, oh, she's not heartbroken. She's not even showing anything. She has a specific type of personality that seems like, she's kind of like, man, I know yeah. they cry for sure. Do you understand? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm not showing you guys any of my emotions. So I, I try to give grace where I see mm. people might need grace. But I also get, yeah, if that was me, I would definitely be offline. Yeah. Like, um, I wouldn't be online. And then that just, that just reminds me of people like Beyonce. You could never, ever. <laughs> and I'm like, this is maybe this no is why emotions. she has never, ever been interested in this whole like social media realm. And we're like, oh, she's kind of getting like, well, some people like she's kind of like losing touch because not, because she's not moving with the train. But right. sometimes I wonder, does she, she doesn't need to because at the yeah. end of the day, what good is it going to do her really? Because yeah. at some point something is going to happen and you're going to have to come online to explain to people. And that could be very draining. You're dealing with something offline and then yeah. have to, having to deal with it online as well is, is a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and we saw that with Kanye, like Kanye's whole. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. I am so sorry. Like I, did, you <laughs> girl, don't try me with that. In 2022, I did not believe that Kanye was going to throw kids you know, under the bus. And like I that. used to defend Kanye. I was like, this man is trying to spread the gospel of the Lord. Like 
kind of disappointed me so much. And not only disappointed me, it's scary mm. and it's stalkerish and it's not normal. No, it's not normal. Um, you know, and the, it's not even oversharing. That one has left. <laughs> yeah, he's and, I, and, and at the end of the day, you know, we're going to say he, it's, he definitely has mental issues. Yeah. He has mental health issues that need to be addressed. Um, but yeah, no, but you know, going back to Beyonce's thing, I think what people need to understand is that Beyonce understands social media. Mm. Social media, a company like Instagram, Twitter, you have no, you don't own the property. No. You do not own your page. Mm-hmm. At any point, Stephanie, today, yes. you can't open your Instagram. Please, 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 please. But can you see why someone's saying, please, 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 please. Because we put so much work into, into this platform yeah. that doesn't actually belong to us. No, it doesn't. And Even Beyonce knows that. The pictures don't belong to you, which is why she only posts on her website. Then she posts one or two pictures on her Instagram because she understands property and intellectual mm-hmm. rights. So, you know, when we're thinking about social media and you're thinking about the way you consume content and whether you're on there or not, please always remember that what you're putting out there, you're working for the man. The man yeah. You're not working for yourself. Yeah. Unless you have your own email list or your own website, mm-hmm. you don't own anything. You don't have a community. No, like if you don't right. have it on your own database, you literally can use your page at any time. Yeah. It's only like YouTube and podcasts like you're doing mm-hmm. that are safe spaces for actually saying you're building a community. Right. Do you understand yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So I don't think people, I think people don't understand what social media really is. Yeah, no. And um, it's and what you're saying, people, <laughs> I've seen people really break down when they lose their Instagram page or their Twitter page. And then you realize that, wow, you're really controlled by this app. And it's like, you're, you are a slave to an algorithm yes you keep the way it's even modeled it's like you keep scrolling there's no end look you can just keep scrolling do you know there are some times where i'll be so ashamed that i'm scrolling on instagram so i've now found a way to scroll where it doesn't look like i'm scrolling like if i'm in public <laughs> because i just feel like i'm like must i always be scrolling like yeah no. it's we're ha- like our hands are like this addicted to it mm-hmm. so what i do now is when i'm not posting i usually just delete it but i found that if i'm going through a lot emotionally mm. i don't do that because it's kind of like a distraction and a crutch for me right okay. do you know what i mean because i'm just like oh, on my timeline like distracting myself from what's yeah. really going on yeah. in my life and stuff yeah and i guess people do come on to instagram for like that whole comedic therapy aspect of feeling like okay let me just zone out let me just get away from my problems and look at other people's problems or because so when people people see that okay maybe someone's marriage has crashed or something bad has happened to someone they're like oh it, i don't know if it makes them feel better and, and yes. it's weird but people feel like okay well this person's life is not as perfect as it seemed online yes. and i think that's why nigerians especially tend to i don't know if it's jubilate but they don't jubilate but it's almost like their sadness like, eh, is not eh, sincere it's like oh hey yeah so their marriage is over ah well, to be honest, I didn't think he would lash out. Definitely. And there's a lot of like, because you have to understand, especially if it's like someone who's well known or yeah. like popular or like maybe affluent or something like that. There's kind of like this, oh, wow. I'll tell you an example. Someone said to me recently, so I was sharing something at church. It was like a testimony and I was talking about like kind of like a hard time I was going through mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And um, she bumped into me and she said, you know, it was really refreshing for me to hear that and to hear you to be so honest about what you were going through because it's kind of nice to know that like she said basically kind of like, oh, you know, people who are successful or the rich also cry or something like that. Yeah. And I understood what she was saying, mm. but I also was like, why do you have to know that I have problems? Yeah. Like, 
it just it I was like what is that what does that do for you what does it do for you that you know I I get it she didn't mean it in any bad way but I just thought it was weird to go up to someone and be like oh my gosh I'm I'm really glad that you were able to you know I feel basically she was saying I feel better mm -hmm. knowing that you guys also have problems like it just shows that everyone has problems well obviously everybody has problems but uh, clearly it's not that obvious because in and it's because of the curation like on Instagram I'm not gonna come and tell you okay I had an argument with my husband this morning he got on my nerves and then you know put a caption be like oh my husband's such a dickhead yeah who's gonna do that they're not gonna do that but obviously that will happen because no nothing is perfect nobody is perfect of course no relationship is perfect but people actually tend to believe and it's weird but it's how do you believe that these people will not have problems i don't know i don't know what it is i think that there's something about social media that has made us the same way we pick and choose what we post people also consume it in the same way Mm -hmm. in that this is real yeah and I, i i understand why because i'm a very what you see is what you get. Mm. And I believe everyone posts like that as well. Yeah. But they don't. But they don't. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. And I didn't realize that. I didn't I realize know. that. I, I am very, know. what you see is what you get. Mm. I don't need to do more than I can do. Yes. Do you understand? But I didn't yes. realize that. So I give everyone the benefit of the doubt. If you do this, you are doing this. If you won this award, you want this award. I don't see why you're going to twist it to make another story. Go there. (laughs) You know, you know, um, when they say like on Instagram, okay, it's like a facade. Mm -hmm. And then people, people believe that certain people have this personality or they do certain things. And that's why their lifestyle is like this and Mm -hmm. like that or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's interesting because people actually form Voltrons for people and they're like, no, this is, I swear to you, this person is the nicest person. And you're like, how do you know? Have you met this person? Oh, no, no, no. I follow her on Instagram. She's like so <laughs> nice. She's like this. And it's like, really? They literally absorb that person's personality and believe it. It's gospel that mm-hmm. this is how this person is. They could never be mean to you. They could never yeah. be rude. They could never shoot someone. They could never steal someone's husband. They couldn't <laughs> do that. They couldn't do all these things because of the persona that they have yeah. presented online. Right. And that's that's the thing. People pick and choose what they want to share. So in doing that, you have created this, it's almost like a whole other human being. It is. So when people meet you offline, yeah, they might still get that, but you might not be living that reality. Yes. And that's like just when people are forming now, when they go somewhere, they don't even eat at the restaurant, they're going to sit down, they're going to buy maybe water, they take a picture there. It's something as simple as that. Yeah. You clearly, you can say that you can't really afford to eat here, but because of Instagram, you've gone there to sit there right. and take that picture. Now, if somebody says, okay, this person, yeah, she's, you know, working hard, she can't afford to go out to eat right. at this restaurant. No, she can't. She goes right. So, so this is a really cool point. This is a really interesting topic. And I think point where you're saying is that, so now if a content creator does that, Mm -hmm. what do we say? Do you see what I'm saying? So for example, I'll give you an example. When I went to Turkey, right? Two years ago, I was there for two days or one day, but I had five looks, Stephanie, five different (laughs) outfits and I must show all of them. So what did I do? We, the, the restaurant, Mm. They were fine with it. I think I'd already, mm. they said all I needed to do was buy breakfast. Mm. You understand? And I can take as many pictures as I want. So I took pictures. I went to the bathroom. Changed. Change went to the bathroom. Change. My dear, I was in Turkey for five days according to Instagram. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Do you yeah. understand? So do so, we excuse content creators? So do we? That's the question. Because now, okay, here's another example. People, this one, first class, right? So you're flying on a plane. And people used to do this a lot. Nah, bro, don't say no, what you're going to say. No, That's wait, different. wait. And, no, exactly. No. Exactly. Because that is now like you, you, 
I don't know. You're Wait, dece- say what you're going to say because we know what you're talking about. Yeah, but it's, like, it's like deception. Because okay. what you've done now, you're creating content. That's not, but you in a restaurant, that's fine. But okay. now you are, you are alluding that your lifestyle is different or you are on, let's say first class, okay. right? So you have two outfits. You are on first, <laughs> you say you're on first class, you take a picture, right? And then you go back to sit in economy. And then you've taken two pictures, sorry. Okay. And then on Instagram, you've taken a picture in first class. You've taken a picture in first class twice, right? And yeah. it's like, okay, she flies first class. She's right. got, you know, you're given this perception. Do, that what, you do they even allow life. people to do that? Will air, apparently, air, apparently, air, apparently uh, people do, do it. Me, see me as I am, yeah. People that know me, know me. See, if I'm flying premium economy, I'm flying premium economy. You might not see me post it all. Right. Like, I will not be like, oh, like, because I don't think it's post worthy. Do you understand? Right. But if I'm going to, do, I'm rugged. Like, if I need to do anything in this life and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do business. The ticket is five million. Of I'm course, not paying that right now. That. I'm going to just get it and, you know, do it and come yeah. back. Like, especially because of, I'm not, I don't front. Right. If I have this, I have this. I'm right. not going to now be like, oh, Instagram. Oh, they need to know that I have this. Me, I always said I didn't want that Birkin bag, yeah? Because yeah. I thought it was a waste of money. Yeah. That's yeah. how I, I don't like wasting money, yeah? Hey, give it to me but now. Then, I, I don't want now, this. Like, Wait, this bag is kind of nice. Actually, okay, okay, you can. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. So I started saying that, okay, I actually like that bag. Yeah, I, I do like, like it, right. Too. Okay, because it always felt I didn't like it. But I will not do something because everybody's doing it online. So that's what happens with right. people that try to keep up with Instagram. Appearances, yeah, right. appearances. But so my question now is, okay, so with first class, what if you paid for a first class ticket and you change your outfit because you want to make it seem as if you've, you're flying frequently? Uh, so where uh, do we draw the line? Wait, yeah, that's between what's real and what's No, fake? see, that premium and, a, uh, sorry, that first class and the economy, and economy one, economy, that's much. That's, you are a liar. You are a liar. <laughs> it's a lie. Do not tell people. It's a lie. But, no but is there, did we not tell people to fake it till they make it? Did we not tell them? Well, okay, so now. And you guys, I'm literally, like, <laughs> when I tell you I don't do this, I literally live my life according to what I have. But I'm just because saying, did we not tell people to fake it? But I think so, it. you're right. I understand it, actually, when you when you put it like that. Because if you see a girl in first class or a guy in first class, right, yeah. Um, on the Instagram, you know, we judge people by, yes. well, what's your IG? You say, okay, yes. okay, you're not a, and the thing is, it's bad, but it's now like, okay, you're not a, bum like I don't know yeah. I don't know how to put it but you're on a certain level so I'll place you a bit higher because maybe you're flying a certain cabin class right or you're on a private jet yes. so people are like okay this person is going to perceive me in this manner so let me do this let people are going to perceive me Definitely. in that manner but and also business wise yeah, as well it's fake it's completely lie. fake and I, I, I do not adhere to it I think that it is putting way too much pressure on people it's making people feel inadequate because mm-hmm. people are looking at people who don't do it are looking at other people and they're like wow how does this person have this money some people are making money yeah, but some people are coding else. and they're packaging yeah interesting. You know, no know. I'm just saying Steph because it's not healthy like let me see, I'll give you an example I was in a parking lot recently and you know Something as much as in a parking lot, young girl, she's taking pictures, creating content, mm-hmm. posing in front of different cars that don't belong to you. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? And I get it because the aesthetic is good for Instagram. Yeah. But there's always this question of what is true and what is not true. Mm-hmm. And where's the place in people seeing a journey? You're allowed to not have so much money at 25. Yeah, yeah you it's are. It's okay. Yeah. Like, it's okay to be figuring it out at 40. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? And I feel like there's this place where... Social media me says no, no today, you can't tomorrow, know today. Yeah, you it's the pressure. Yes. If yeah, you don't have yeah. money, you're nobody. Yeah. That's literally what online world is telling people. Yes, it is. And it's putting a lot of pressure on young people. A lot of pressure. And that's why they will always pick like, okay, let me not stand in front of a Honda. Let me stand in front of somebody's uh, G. Oh yeah, but Stephanie, let me ask you this. You and I have discussed this thing. Oh yeah. 
you post a Honda. Shit, I did double tapping your picture. No. You post your new yeah. push presents that your husband goes for you. Are you not double tapping? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. you are right, sis. And that's the thing. And I, and when I realized that, not that I realized it, but I always knew that, but I said, I cannot feed into this because this is just a part of my life that I, right. I don't even feel, cause I feel like it's like bragging, but I realized that that's what Instagram wants. That's what people that follow you want. They want to see that. And it's like, okay, so will I now be like, immature and be like okay look new watch like every minute like oh, come on now that's you know what i mean like, yeah but, then, but that's what they want so now this is where again and i don't know why i'm doing this because i literally do not adhere to any of this but i i you actually don't i honestly like to see things from a very vantage point yeah. and i also see social media for me it's a content it's a community it's a business it is an opportunity to impact people so if you are a luxury lifestyle influencer mm-hmm. I don't think it's about whether or not you show up. I think it's about the spirits behind your posts. I say that energy and essence is so powerful. Mm. And there are people online who they flex. And I'll call it flex. They show their houses. They show their cars. They show mm. this. But for some reason, it comes across as very innocent. And it doesn't come across as Nami Dupas everybody or Pepe them. Mm. And I think that's because you can tell when someone has that motive Versus when someone is just like, this is my life. Yeah, this exactly. Or yeah. this is content or this is luxury. Yeah. And I'm a luxury influencer. Mm-hmm. So I don't even think it's about what people post. I think it's about energy. Honestly, yes, if, for if, me. If, you're, if you're a luxury influencer, should you not be living a luxury life then? Yes, no. Yes, but that's the problem, I think, because some people aren't actually luxury influencers, <laughs> but they want to be luxury influencers. So they, they have to go, they have to go, um, above and beyond. And that's when that whole first class thing comes right. in, because it's like, oh, I'm a luxury influencer. So let me pretend that oh, this is what obviously they expect of me. Let right. me, I'm supposed to be in first class. Right. Or, um, I'm, I'm, on television right. um, people assume that you should have a lot of money because you're a celebrity right. no because no. let me be very honest before I got married I didn't have like Chanel Dior all these things I yeah. didn't have these things because my job was paying how much is that please how much presenters get we, were, we didn't get that much, it wasn't that much. We, act, actors weren't getting that much so I was Zara. like okay here's my Zara bag here's yeah. my, my Michael Kors bag and there's nothing wrong with that but what has happened over the years is that Instagram and people and following people are like, no, no, no. They feel like, oh, I have to have. And I remember the year it switched. I will never forget. It was 20s. It was 2018. Not switched. It it was 2018. (laughs) Yeah, not literally. Yeah, yeah. Just went like this. I'll never forget. But, but that's the thing. It's the transparency. I believe that I'm quite transparent. I mean, it's quite obvious. I don't think anyone thinks that I got one job that's paying me like a million dollars now. Do you know what I mean? And, but also businesses as well. But what I'm saying is people, people aren't, honest online and with the oversharing aspect of it it's it it, it's hand in hand now because people feel like they need to overshare and it's the same way they feel like they need to show a certain life because that's what instagram and their followers want but then you end up do you not end up losing yourself and your own identity in the process not only losing yourself you constantly are not you don't have contentment and you don't have joy that's it and i think for me like when i think about what like the most important things for me and you know when people ask me, they're like, oh, you seem so chilled. You know, you're really down to earth. Da, da, da. And I just say, I'm like, because of the most important thing, my values, mm. what is most important to me mm. in this life? Joy and being at peace. Mm. Anything that's going to take away my joy, that will take away my peace, I am not interested in it. Mm. There's no amount of, and I say that because you can make decisions where you're like, oh, you know, this is a good decision for me. Mm-hmm. But then you're left without the joy. And I yeah. can't 
there's no amount of money that can mask that for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it's just a value basis thing. Like some people are willing to risk it all. Yes. For the bag. For the bag. Yeah, that's it. Which is, you know, guess, it is I what it is. That's on them. But yeah, but then it's, it is really about the whole, how much, how much can you really, how much can you, are you open to sharing? Yeah. How much are you willing, how much of a risk are you willing to take? Because people that say that, okay, they're going to, show off their partners for example and make an income from that they don't understand sometimes that by doing that you have put your relationship on front row for everybody to look into and pick apart and when things go wrong it's almost like you owe them an explanation because this is you have been entertaining them with your private life mm-hmm. so when it goes tits up it's like oh well what happened yeah Where's your husband we need to know you know it's like when we were like please respect our privacy oh, and yeah. you're like you were making money from the publicity yeah. now you want us to yeah. respect your privacy you know, you know um, <laughs> when two faces that everybody should um remove should not talk about his their his family problems anymore with uh, okay. his wife and stuff and everyone was like, okay, they, they're quiet now. And then I think something happened. And people were like, yeah, but you told us not to put mouth. Now we're not putting that mouth. I beg. <laughs> you and your family, we're not, you know. Yeah. So it's like, ugh, where do you draw the line? And where, where do the boundaries if come you, in? I think if you have wisdom and if you understand, you and your partner needs to be aligned. I think one thing is for sure, if you plan on being an a public online couple, mm. you both need to be aligned and agree to it. I don't think it should be one person who's yeah. doing it and the other person is obliging the person. Yeah. Because one day there's going to be a resentment there mm-hmm. of some sort. And the other person is not invested. The stakes are not as high. But, you know, you can also say you're doing it for your par- your partner because you're happy. For example, mm-hmm. there's some people who do it and you don't know anything about their relationship. I'll give you an example. You know the Scots, um, Chrissy, Chrissy and Desmond. Okay. Um, you've probably seen their videos before. Her husband is really, really funny. They have two kids. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't know anything about them. We like, there's nothing. You know nothing about them. You don't know how many siblings they have. You don't know who their friends are. All she does is post funny videos of her and her husband, and he doesn't even have Instagram. Right. Right. But. There's like an Instagram couple who make a lot of money from their content. Yeah. So I think it's a get having you kind of need to well. figure there's a way it's they have shown me that you can do it. Yeah. You can be online, but not online. Yes. And that's it. Being online, right? but not being online. Exactly. <laughs> um, people feel like a, a lot of times they owe it to others to tell them everything and you don't really owe it to anybody. You always need to remember that what is your purpose and your reasoning for being online? Mm. whatever it is those objectives you need to be meeting them yeah it's not just a place where you're just faffing around because like i said you don't own any of it yeah so you know if it's a, if you're creating a photo album instagram fine keep it yeah. that you don't have to do influencer stuff but exactly people get confused and they're like absorbing everything like oh okay maybe i should be an influencer maybe i should do this you're not living the same life as these people and celebrities are totally different from influencers and Look, don't even understand that as like well. people and, and i think people don't you know the other day uh, someone said to me that, about social media and, you know, he goes, he was like, oh, um, so like, people actually like pay you to post stuff. And I'm like, what do you think I'm doing on there? Yeah. Like, what are you, am I playing games? And I found it fascinating because he then goes to my social media and he's like, oh, okay. You know, your, your social media looks real. It doesn't look like you're living a fake life. And I'll say, what does that mean? So I now asked Vanessa, what does that mean? What does a fake life mean? Mm. And I said, you know how they do it. I said, but if those people have the money, Mm-hmm. To live the life they're living. Why is he fake? Mm-hmm. Why must you always assume it's mm-hmm. fake? Do you understand? And I get what he was saying that. 
you know, there's not like designer bags all over my page. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not flying pirate jets all over the place. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? Like there's a little sprinkle of luxury here and there, but it seems authentic. And, and when he met you in real life on yeah. offline, it matched, right? That's what he also said. He's like, you look like your Instagram. And I said, okay, fine. I understand. I get what you're saying, mm-hmm. but you guys also realize that Instagram, people need to understand that social media is like television now. Yes. They the keep trying to make social media seem like it should reflect your everyday life. Mm. And that's not what it is anymore. No, it's not. It is a curation of whatever you want people to believe yeah. it is. Mm-hmm. So the sooner we understand that, the sooner we can free people from fake life, fake life, fake life. Yeah, no, you're right. At because, the end of the day. Because that's why people, you see all these Instagram, um, motor, well, I don't know gurus or they do people that help you yeah. online they'll say okay look at what your followers like what do they like what do they like do they like it when you you're with your kids or this and that so it's like okay so yeah. should i be posting this because i know people enjoy family life but i have a family but i'm not going to be posting 24 7 yeah because why why yeah. should i just because of money no I, and that's because i've drawn a line there like exactly. i will post what i want to do i will do the type of business that i want to do with them yeah. but i'm not going to be a slave to because it's going to get more engagement and i think that's and it's a whole different thing. market as well steph yeah, yeah yeah and i think that's so respectable that you've chosen you're like that's not part of what i want to show yeah and if it is i'm going to do it in the way i want to do it exactly. i'm not going to be a slave to oh, okay if i if i post this today as opposed to this i'm going to get more likes let me post yeah. this and put my child out there when i don't want to exactly i'll do it when i want to do it and you know, not because, oh, the algorithm. The algorithm is saying it. it or it. And then even yeah, more, no. I think the, also the important takeaway that I hope people go with is that you need to understand that social media is curated. You know, people keep saying, don't just put the onus on the creators. Mm. As a consumer, look at social media through like you're watching a movie. Right. Like you literally need to see. When we watch movies, we don't think that Brad Pitt is an action hero. We know he's acting a part. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are curating things. Mm-hmm. It's, and then you have to give people just put that whole blanket statement that well most of this is curated a lot of us aren't but a lot of people are yeah and you don't see all the times that they tell bread bit cut okay let's take it again you know all those things you don't, they don't see it yeah they don't see that they only see the finished product yeah and the fi- finished product is going to look like this we exactly look like this this morning. we didn't look like this this I'm morning not, I'm, i'll be damned if i push <laughs> yeah and and i just feel like people should free themselves mm-hmm. of the com- spirit of comparison like yeah just you know, people, everyone on social media is really just trying to do the best that they can. Some people have warped values, in my opinion. Yes, Some people, I agree. you know, that's how they are. So, so for you to say you have a role model just based on what you see online, oh you're walking in very dangerous territories. Role model, another very dangerous territories. Yeah. But thank you so much, Falale, <laughs> for coming. Thank on. you for having me. Yes. So, yeah, everything. Now we're going to jump on social media and take a picture. I know we are. And, and then like, we might even <laughs> use filters. <laughs> what are we going to yeah, do? I might, you know, reduce my, the size of my face. Do you get what I mean? Like, you're having a bloated day, slim it down, slim love. It down. If you ain't going to get a BBL, slim it down. <laughs> Face tune is your friend. <laughs> Thank you so much. And thanks guys for listening and watching. Remember you can subscribe and like and follow us on Instagram at me, her and everything else pod and at Stephanie Coca. Bye guys. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health 
right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.